I don't appreciate it. It's, it's wrong. Thank you, Mr. Mays. You are out of order. We are you out of order. All right. Go point ahead. of order. What's your point? You can't keep interrupting me. You think I'm black and dumb? Let's start the show. Welcome. What the hell? I know, like I was talking to the short disc podcast. This is episode sixty-seven, one hundred seven, and we ain't doing no half step. We are your host today. It is the one that they call Big Timer, Big Timer, Big Timer. I got money into the ceiling, and the one that they call. That stepped into Orlando, Florida on September 10th of 2022 with a big yellow dress on. We <laughs> I will never live that name down. <laughs> and I am the one that was fat shamed. Oh in the my month God. Of January. But I am here to tell you from January to now, I've lost about 16 pounds. Ooh. You have big. never been fat shamed Emphasis on this on show. You've never been fat here. shamed. Oh, we, we we what? Do we have to go back to episode? What was it? One or two? Listen, no, I'm gonna tell my mama. Your mama listened. You didn't grab it, and she knows that I did not fat shame you. Fat shamed. Let's keep it going. I love this bit. <laughs> of course you do. Let me tell y'all something. Speaking of shaming, shame. Y'all got people out here shaming me because I the whole thing oh, about not finding say anybody uh, to get uh to get uh black tie ready. Who's they turn this into a whole dating thing. I'm sorry, John. Thank you, Keith Ronald. They no, turn no, no, this no, no, into no, no, a whole no, 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 dating no, no, no. thing, and it uh-uh. had nothing to do with not... dating. Wait a minute. Wait one second. Who said? That they couldn't find anybody to get black tie red. But it had nothing to do with my I'm love sorry. life. Can somebody tell me? I, I couldn't. But it had, what does that have to do with my love life? Because it did turn into a conversation about dating. But one had nothing to do with the other. It did. No, it didn't. This is not, not my dating. It's not my dating life. I just needed a plus one. Okay, That's true. So, she just needed a plus one. There was I, no it, strings listen, attached. Listen, I should have asked one of my my female friends to just. It go does with have me. something to do with your dating life. No, it doesn't. It does. You couldn't find a man that could get a suit, which means you can't find a good man to take you out on a date. Yes, I can. They just don't live here. But that had nothing to do with. The, and they had the ample event. time. If they don't live there, they got ample time <sighs> to make their way down a I seventy five or eighty five, depending on where they're coming from. Riding dirty on native fire. But what a, it had nothing to do with my love life. Yeah. And now I got people up here talking about hooking me up on blind dates and crap. I don't want to go on no blind date. I mean, listen. Roger Lodge, as, where you at? <laughs> as long as they don't take you to the Waffle House or a funeral home, you know, they starting off on the plus side. You feel me? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I don't understand what the problem is. Though. I don't want to have to keep singing to you when it's cold outside. I have a blanket on my bed. Who are you holding? <laughs> I 
I have I have an UGG blanket on my bed. I'm good. Listen, there's nothing wrong with going on a date. I wouldn't do a blind date, so to speak, mm-hmm. because when you go on a blind date, that means you blindly, unless you have the senses of Stevie Wonder, um, you don't know what you're walking yourself into. But when you've been on the scene date, you walked into a funeral home. Yeah, waffle irons. But I don't want to date right now. Did you see John the other day on social media how the Waffle House people had listened to the episode and wouldn't provide her with any grits when she went in there looking for it? <laughs> I didn't see that post. <laughs> Listen, they said we don't have any grits. We got some hash browns. <laughs> And he go on my status. They listen to the show. <laughs> they heard it. Waffle House will never run out of grits. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm still shocked after 20. How old am I? 40. So that means we met when we were 14, I think. Right. Correct. So that's 26 years of not knowing that John does not like grits. I am like, still out of sorts about that that was that was something yeah was i'm something. i was beside myself about my sister and the bananas too so i feel you yeah but um yeah steph steph didn't get no get any grits this time around and maybe next time don't bad mouth Waffle it's okay House. i got my bacon and oh, egg sandwich day. so that's all that mattered uh, grits with a bit of Mm-hmm. Nice surprising. cherry on top. I was full anyway. I didn't even finish the sandwich. What was it? A fried egg or scrambled? What, what, what fried kind of? egg, bacon nope. and pickles. Pickles, pickles. Yes, I put pickles on my bacon and egg sandwich. What's oh, my what kind God. of toast? Texas toast. That is disgusting. No cheese. Mm-mm. I don't like, like Waffle House cheese because it doesn't melt. Usually, that's, a, that's the struggle slices. That's if it's during the day and I'm going to Waffle House and I'm going to eat in there, I stop by um, the store and get a little pack of shredded cheese and put it in my purse. Mm-mm. Still, huh? Pickles mm-hmm. on a breakfast sandwich. Oh yes, try it. You know who started? No. Me with, you know who started me with pickles on breakfast sandwiches? Chick Fil A. That is gross. Give me a number one. Because when no you pill. go when you go to the grill, the when you go to the grill in the mornings at Chick-fil-A, uh. to the sit-down grill um, that they have at various Chick-fil-A's around mm-hmm. here. I don't know if they have them in Chick-fil-A's in other states, mm-hmm. but when you go to the full service Chick-fil-A, um, and they have like four of them around me. But you go in there, and when they make your breakfast sandwich, they for sure put pickles on them. And the first time I've been into one, and uh. it's delicious. I loved it. And I'll eat their cheese because it melts. Keith, don't act surprised because she eats sardines with grits. Oh, my God. Sardines. Hey. Oh. And pork and beans. I don't Shit. eat that together, but the song just came up. <laughs> I just this, thought about the song. <laughs> you in my belly right now because you talking about. That's a go-go song. I just, I'm feeling the go-go a little bit. 
<clears throat> that right there would have you just like how I was in World Market on that toilet. <laughs> I can't stand you. Ugh. Listen, Keith took offense to my good morning. So for everybody listening on my Facebook page, I do a good morning every morning on my page. And it's always and it ridiculous. Good mo- I always say good morning to everybody except and I'll always like leave a group out. Like the other one I did, good morning to everybody except those who choose Pepsi over Coca-Cola. I'm I'm that person when I do so drink this, it. Uh, I'm sorry. Cherry Pepsi, wild Ugh. cherry Pepsi. Woo. So this morning I did. Good morning to everybody except those of you who eat at Checkers. Here he comes. Unnecessary. That was necessary because Un- I was, when I made that status, the person I was talking to was like, "I want a big Buford in a strawberry shake." No, you don't. No. And I'm like, "Sir, you want death?" You want death. <laughs> Sounds like death. I'm going to start doing good mornings. Good mornings to all of you all that, except for those that have to go to a funeral home on a date. You love hitting below the belt. That is a below the belt. You know, I had stomach issues stemming from chick check. John, you know what? John, you know what I did today? I needed an IV hook. I joined a support group for people who deal with Virgos. I really needed that support. Another low blow. Lord have mercy. Wow. You see an actual group? It is. They got one for every zodiac sign except Taurus because we don't need support groups. You started you post something here. about the zodiac signs in reference to the Friday movie or the Friday franchise? Yes, I, I saw did. that. Mm-hmm. The one for Taurus fit. They had big worm. I don't appreciate Aries though. <laughs> Who was the Aries one? The little short uh, Mexican dude in uh, oh, man. Friday yeah. after next. Taurus fit with big worm because big worm was a bully and Taurus is. We Torians, we can be some bullies at times. What was mine? What was uh, Virgo? Craig. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mean. <laughs> Just mean. <laughs> He's laughing because he know it fits. Listen, um, Steph started off this year fat shaming, and she just keeps going. It's the I song did not that shame it's the you. Song that doesn't end. Yeah. That's, that's, listen, I I irritate my mama with that because I just start singing and keep singing in the house until she yeah. like like shut up. <laughs> um, man, crazy, crazy, crazy times. Listen, we got a jam packed show for you guys today. We have a special guest coming on to talk about a few things with us. As, well as do the top 10 with us before we keep going you know we guys we always want to give you guys a shout out thanks for listening to the show sharing with your family i'm gonna keep telling you telling y'all this i wish i had like um something that could activate when you guys open up the show to listen where my big ass head pops out and says push that download button sucker I know you're listening because <laughs> you tell me you're listening. You tell me about the show, and I tell y'all when I talk to you, make sure you download because I ain't seen your city pop up. Download the doggone show. Take this as a threat. <laughs> download the show, okay? For y'all that's over the age of 60, I'm not going to hold y'all to it because I know. Y'all don't know how to do it. My mama to this day don't know how to do it. I know none of y'all know how to do it. I'm not going to say a word about my mama and and, and getting. No, I'm not. That's why I said I ain't going to hold them. Mama, you are perfect in every way. I ain't going to hold them. Anybody over 60, I ain't holding y'all, okay? But all of y'all under 60, hit that doggone download button. 
Steph, please tell us what city we're going to celebrate this week that has been downloading and listening to the Short Desk Podcast. We are celebrating my second favorite city in the United States to visit because I only go there to eat, New Orleans, Louisiana. (sighs) So I'm not going to sit here and say anything bad about New Orleans, but overrated with food. You got to know where to go. And that was my problem. Don't go to the touristy spots. Yeah, because I almost got in the fight at uh, that mama place with an older black lady. I remember. You, and and remember when you told me, I said, you should have called me. I would have told you, don't go there. I never go to the touristy spots when I'm in New Orleans. I leave the touristy area and I go to where the locals eat. Yeah, because ain't nothing but alcohol on Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. We went to two restaurants the down there. And they were horrible. It was the, that mum, mum. What was it called? Oh gosh, it done slipped me just that quick. Because when you said, I was like, "Oh, why did you go there?" Because I had a bad experience there. We saw black folks lined up, so we thought, "Oh, it's got to be good." Not realizing that all of them was tourists like us. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Go ahead, Steph. With the- so, <laughs> yeah, New Orleans. The only thing I do in the French Quarter, I I have fun with the second lines. I go to get my crystals and sage and all that good stuff. But other than that, I eat out with the locals. Um, New Orleans, Louisiana, with a population of 383,997. Some notable people. Well, we know so many people from New Orleans, but just to name a few. Um, the underrated Garrett Morris, great yes, actor. Sir. People don't want to give him his flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mogul and bad parent, Master P. And NFL running back Leonard Fournette. So thank you, New Orleans. How you gonna leave out the greatest rapper of all time? Jay Z is from New York. Jay Z is not even. Jay Z is from New York. I'm tired of you. I'm not going here with you today. Keith Hardrick is from New Orleans, Louisiana. Listen, I'm not. He is the greatest rapper of all time since the greatest rapper died on September. He about to make all of South so, Carolina come out of me. Lil Wayne. And don't forget the most famous Whitney Marcellus. There you go, John. I forgot about Whitney Marcellus. And the most famous I said rapper in New we Orleans. know a lot of people from New Orleans. I couldn't name 30 people. The most no, no, I just popular. Have to throw I love Whitney Marcellus. I'm just... Thank you, John. Doesn't he have a brother? Isn't it Brandon? A Britain or something? Whitney. Yeah, doesn't he have a brother with a name with a B? Um, Branford. Branford. Okay. Honestly, though, the most popular rapper in New Orleans of all time is Soldier Slim. Um, he is revered down there. But the greatest yeah, but female rapper drink. is comes from New Orleans, Louisiana. Absolutely. And that's Mama, Mama Mia. Mia. Yes. Don't get yeah. it twisted. And anybody who thinks differently, we can go toe to toe. We can talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, he's Soldier Slim is revered down there. So shouts out to New Orleans for listening to us, downloading us. <clears throat> Um, thank you so much. And if you're still listening to the show, which you probably are, make sure you hit that download button. That's all. That's all we ask. So I'm asking, am I asking too much? I know it pops up in the automatic plays for you on Tuesday or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whenever you get a chance to listen to it. But hit the download button. You can delete it afterwards. But we'll still get credit for it. Sure will. Sure will. Um, real quick here. Let's go ahead and jump into the Ask Us Anything questions. This oh. is going to be what we have here for two. One will be for me, and then one will be for us as a whole. Number one, 
will be for the group as a whole. Mm-hmm. Do you have any funny quotes said by your dad? <laughs> I will start off first with Miss Stephanie. <clears throat> it wasn't what he said. It's the way he said it. Um, forgive the language. My daddy had a way of saying the word shit that made you just feed it. He would draw it. And my sister, Malaysia, shout out to Malaysia. She yeah. says it the same way my dad does. Listen, you can say something to my dad. You're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Malaysia says it the same way. And it, it was always just funny to hear him say it. So, and I miss that so much. But yeah, nobody said that like my dad. Not even, uh, what you call it, from the wire. Uh, Bunk from the wire, yeah. which is crazy because that was my dad's nickname, Bunk. So it's like, yeah. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, John. I used uh, one of my quotes from my dad, my favorite quote um, to close out one of our shows. Um, and when he first told me, it was in reference to uh, my dad was a corrections officer for well over 25 years. And when he had um, graduated from the academy, I think the minimum wage at the time was maybe $3, maybe a little less than $3. And I think he started over six, six dollars an hour. So double what the minimum wage was. So he said, man, I felt so good. I felt like a pig shitting in a t- tall cotton. Oh wow! Ah. <laughs> oh, cut! Yeah, so that's my that's my favorite quote. Wow, mine! Oh my God, he's got so many, but the one that always <laughs> sticks out to me because I use it now on him as he's older. I mean, he's not fragile or you know, all you know, he he still you know he still got all his wherewithals and everything. But when we were younger, he always used to say, "Use your head, use your head." That was his favorite thing to say. <laughs> Use your head, man. Use your head. And I'm like, okay. So now, as I have grown older, the tables have turned. Um, so anytime I get a chance, I say, hey, man, use your head. And he just put his head down and starts shaking his head. <laughs> he ain't got nothing else to say because of the tables have turned. But I, I, you know, I always think about that. And I use it sometimes um, in my day-to-day life, thanks to him. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. Um the second question um, will be directed at me, and it says, Keith, what motivated you to start the podcast? I kind of touched on this before, um, you know, in prior discussions, so I won't go long on here. Again, just something that I had been thinking about for a long time. And when, Platt, when, when I started listening to podcasts some, you know, 13 years ago, I want to say, well, I'll take that back. I, I always like radio. I always like radio. I always like radio talk. I mean, just funny things. Jason, um, my friend, the one that has done the um, great logos for us for the show, him and I used to go home from school and he'll be on one end recording me. And I would pretend like I'm a radio DJ on the phone, VJ putting on the songs and playing them in and everything. I actually do it now in the car. You can ask my wife and my son. They think it's just like the craziest thing that I could count down a song, you know, with the intro right before the words start or whatever. So I, um, I used to love doing that. And then of course, listening to talk radio, 
growing up listening to Howard Stern, even, you know, for shits and giggles, listening to Rush Limbaugh when he would crumble the papers together. Um, <laughs> just little things like that. Um, you know, and the the the, uh, the, the Tom Joiners, you know, when he didn't irritate me. Sometimes, you know, I know that was his personality, but mm-hmm. damn, Tom Joiner sometimes came across Ooh, as fake I as him. I didn't like him. I did not <laughs> like him. Never. Yeah, I, I, I only care for... Um, J. Anthony Brown and um, J. Anthony Brown, sir. What was the lady's name? The comedian. She wasn't on in the later years, but God, I can't think of a name. But she was real funny. I really liked her and J. Anthony together. And even when they did the little soap opera, this is it's your world or whatever. But big influence of mine was Howard Stern. Um, back in the day, listen, I know some things were outlandish and crazy. He would say, but I just enjoyed the pace that he kept with the show how he had everybody like on their toes you know a big influence of mine and the way that i have this show going um a lot of times when you guys come on half <clears throat> over half of the stuff that we come on or i'll bring up john and, and steph have no idea and that's how Howard Stern was before he became, you know, corporate in these last years. He just, you know, it was more of an impromptu, you know, uh, provision, improvis- improvising the show at times. There was a structure to it, but it was just randomly tossing stuff out, you know, and, and, and keeping a fast, funny pace and informative and, and stuff. So as I got older and then podcasts became a thing. Because I was like, oh, man, I ain't going to sit there and do no damn radio, you know, and, and move from place to place and all that other craziness. But, yeah, it, it just, you know, when podcast came out and sitting there thinking about it and, you know, like I told the story, I told my wife I wanted to do it. And she brought me that microphone and that blue microphone that I never ended up using. <laughs> but um, the rest is history. So it, it was just something that was always. uh on my mind, a dream of mine, a dream of mine to host a radio show. And of course, radio show turned into podcast. So yeah, that's what happened there. Uh, thank you guys. We got two more to go. We, um, we'll probably keep this going. I know in the next couple of episodes, I want you guys to be on the lookout. Um, we'll also alert you all. We're going to post for an ask professor antoine anything and have him on the show again he's open to that he would like to do that so we're going to have him on where you guys can take the time and just ask him anything and uh he'll be able to answer that on the show so you know i didn't get a chance to ask you guys this before we jump into some things here uh john how was your week it was good um little chaotic work week but uh that that's fine um got some got an opportunity to spend some time with um my daughter over the weekend so just played around and um had a good time made some waffles some homemade waffles and um it was a very chill and tranquil uh uneventful weekend i don't have much to report Steph, I know you went out of town this weekend. How was your trip back home? 
It was beautiful. I enjoyed the time with my family. I needed that. Um, mm-hmm. Just had a good time loving on my family, uh, clowning around with my great niece. Yes, I have a great niece, people. Uh, great Ooh. niece on Sunday. Yeah, because my oldest niece is 30, married with a baby. Um, oh, wow. So playing around in, in little little Kenzie. Her name is Mackenzie. She's named after my father. Um, she has a big personality, and she is very much... Uh, her auntie Stephanie's niece, and uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that. You know, extremely dramatic. Okay. People, people Thank don't you. like to <laughs> people don't like to put stock in zodiac signs, but there are certain behaviors that come with signs, and she is very much a Taurus. Dr- 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 dramatic, dramatic. Oh, dramatic. she's very dramatic because yeah. when you uh, she doesn't throw um, loud tantrums. When she knows she's in trouble, she closes her eyes and falls to the floor in slow motion. (laughs) I mean, slow motion. She twists around until she gets to the floor and then she just lays out very slowly. Oh, my goodness. I love every minute of it. All right. Nothing wrong with that. That's good. Well, it sounds like you had a great time up there and I'm happy that you were able to do that. What did Mama Morgan cook while you were up there? What did Mama cook? I know when I got there uh, Friday night, my aunt got us some seafood and stuff. We had seafood because, you know, I got to get seafood when I go home. I bet it's good and fresh. Yes, and not here and stale and frostbitten and unseasoned. Um, What did we eat? And yesterday she could, oh, my mama's meatloaf is so great. She cooked Mm -hmm. meatloaf yesterday, some homemade mashed potatoes. I feel the same way about my wife's meatloaf. Oh, my God. Mama's meatloaf is good. And I can't get my meatloaf to taste like hers, but my collard greens are now better than hers. But I can't get my meatloaf to taste like hers. I don't believe that stuff. Okay. She doesn't either, but they'll see for Thanksgiving. I'm inclined to believe Mama Morgan on that. Okay. She just looks at me like I'm crazy when I say that. <laughs> Listen, you have to see my mother in action whenever like I'm cooking and stuff and everybody starts talking about how great it is when I'm cooking something. Her first response is, you know, I taught him how to cook that. You know, he got that from <laughs> That's her first you know, but you know something? I don't. I don't know if y'all experienced this with mamas. My mama gonna kill me. Cause I called her out on it this weekend a couple of times. I don't care what it is that you as a grown child do or say, they're gonna take some credit for it. Yes. They're gonna take some credit for it. They're gonna cause something she said, and I was like, How did this become about you? And she's like, Because I had you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm lost. Like that's a go-to because I tell my mom, you didn't teach me how to cook that. Well, I had you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you mess up, it's not their fault. Yeah. This is they don't they don't mom. touch that. Yeah. Lord, when you mess up, I don't I don't know where I don't know where she came from. I didn't you. Teach you this. <laughs> Any other time you had me, but now because I messed up, you don't know where I came from. I make it make from, it. You didn't get that from that me. From me. Ooh, that from me. That always comes from the other side of the family. Yes, the other side. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Lord. 
We going to catch it. Well, John not, because John being quiet. John is I'm smart. I'm saying nothing. John is smart. I plead the fifth. <laughs> John is uh, smart. Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> I got five but fingers yeah. up right now. It was a couple of times this weekend. I was like, how did this become about you? It's like, I had you. That's the argument that trumps all arguments. Yes. You can't come back from that. You cannot. You cannot. You can. So for me this weekend, very, very, very easy going weekend. Um, tomorrow as this podcast, well, actually today as the podcast drops on Tuesday, we will be going um, to Plant City, Florida. There's a big festival called the Strawberry Festival. So a good amount of my family, me, my wife, uh, my sister, my mom, my aunt, my cousin, we're going to go over there to Plant City. There's a concert, of course. The Heathens, which are me, my wife, my sister, and my cousin aren't going to see this concert, but my mom and my aunt are going to see CC Winans as she's there. I think Thursday or Friday, Ludacris will be there performing too but um yeah we the heathens because we ain't going to see them but anyways we want to see cc i told my mom i said i would like to go see cc if uh her sister bb was going to be with her but um yes i did say sister so mm-hmm. you're <laughs> i was wondering what the so hell is going on with wrong. What, what you mean Jill? what you was worried what you <laughs> I don't know what's the story behind that 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 rib, but um, I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> BB sister, his her sister, <laughs> CC sister BB. Okay, all right. Well, Maybe so that Does, isn't BB married? <laughs> Aren't a lot of them are. All right. Wow. Uh, I tried to save you, BB. <laughs> so as we stated earlier, we've got a special guest coming on. He is. Friend. Morehouse brother, Damn, number one. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Antoine. Antoine's birthday today, man. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Antoine. Antoine. Right, yeah. Shout out to Professor. But yeah, Morehouse brother, number one, is in the building. <laughs> Mr. Rock is back with us, y'all. <laughs> What's going on, Rock? How you doing, man? Uh, we good, man. It's Monday. Good old yeah. Mondays. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So uh, we want to bring you on, man. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to jump into. First things first, before... We jump into this top 10. I haven't done this in a while. And Steph is probably going to hang up, but I don't care. Last night, after almost a year's time of agony and my wife bothering me time after time after time after time, I finally relented, sat down. And watched Wakanda Forever. I knew that's what you was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna What's remain that? silent and let y'all have that conversation. So, oh, cool. Let's, let's have it. Steph and I had a conversation over the phone the other day, texting about that movie. There was a post made, and Steph stated that, um, in so many words. And I know she'll clear me up on it. Black men are hating. That's not mm. what I said. That is not. Didn't what I just I said. say you would clear I it up? I just said I wanted to remain silent. Didn't you? Didn't I say you would clear it up? 
If I'm out of if I'm out of order, didn't I say that? Yes, I did. Okay. I told Steph, this is before I watched the movie, that it isn't about because the post that was made was said there there was not one strong black male in Wakanda Fever. So for me, always ran with it because it was funny on the show and everything like that, right? Oh, you thought um, it was a joke. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I really did. I really thought that was a freaking joke because of how it was presented, how the ads and the commercials were for this movie. I just thought it was a joke. You know, hey, I hadn't sat down and watched the movie. I didn't know. I sat down last night. My wife got on me because she said I had a frown on my face the whole time. Mm. Mm. This was two hours and 40. Okay, the, the movie was two hours and 49 minutes. Okay. Two hours and 10 minutes of it was of the underwater Mexicans kicking our black asses. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, when I say kicking our ass, I mean to the very end. They was about to get get pushed off the ship. Yep. Until uh, uh, Shuri and um, Namor came back. Mm. Two hours and ten minutes of underwater Mexicans kicking our ass the whole movie. Let me tell you something. I had no problem. I have no problem. With Shuri becoming, this is coming. Let me, let me, let me. First of all, let me go back. I'm sorry. What you're about to hear is someone that grew up reading the comic books about Black Panther. Reading all comic books, Marvel, DC. I read them both. I was more of a DC guy, to be honest with you. But I loved Marvel, and of course, I saw a black superhero outside of Luke Cage because Luke Cage was just a local nigga. Yeah, I said it. Um, Black Panther was a superhero. Mm-hmm. So when it was announced that hey we're going to get Black Panther, oh my God, it was great. He got introduced in Civil War. Great introduction. I mean, he came on kicking ass. I was like, wow, what a movie! Then Black Panther one came, and I'm like, he got it. He's the idiot of. He's the he's the he's the comic relief. He's the idiot. He got his ass kicked most of the movie. I'm like, okay, what the hell? Then I'm like, okay, so. The Kugler man, he couldn't make him as strong and fierce as he was in Civil War. When he came in on Civil War, nobody could touch him. He was kicking everybody ass. Oh, he was he was the man. He was the man. He was the man. Okay. So Chadwick Bosman, excellent actor. He passed away. I'm gonna repeat this again. Chadwick Bosman, excellent actor. He passed away. T'Challa, King T'Challa, he's still alive. So when I knew in the comic book, Shuri eventually temporarily takes over the Black Panther mantle while T'Challa is still alive. Okay. So I had no issue knowing that somewhere down the line here that Shuri was going to become the Black Panther. I knew they were going to go down that route and I had no problem with that. My problem is that and I said this beforehand, Ryan Coogler was still in his emotions about Chadwick dying as he should have been, as everybody was. Give it some time to breathe. You have enough power with Disney because your movie was the highest grossing Marvel movie outside of the Avengers movies, the Civil War. I mean, not Civil War, the um, 
what would they call Rock uh, with Thor, uh, Thanos, the last two movies. Endgame. Endgame, yeah. yes. Yeah, Endgame and Infinity War. It was the highest grossing movie before that point. You had a lot of leveraging power right there. Give it some time to recuperate and then introduce a new Black Panther. You could have came up with a story, even though he came back after the, the blip, you could have came up with something where he got banished or maybe something happened with Doctor Strange where they forgot who he was and the multiverse opened up and he got sent one way and the other one got sent back. You could have did something. I sat here before I watched this movie last night and I just it ran through my mind of we just had a Spider-Man movie with all three Spider-Mans in that damn movie that have played to, uh, 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 Peter Parker slash Spider-Man for the past almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay? All three of them was just in a movie. We had Doctor Strange 2 where there was multiple Doctor Stranges against uh, all over the multiverse. Loki? We had Professor X in Doctor Strange 2 where he wasn't even a part of the Marvel Disney world. He was over here when Fox had X-Men. He was, uh, Patrick Stewart was playing Professor X in the Marvel Disney universe. Hugh Jackman, he's coming to the Marvel Disney universe as Wolverine. Okay. Captain America got three movies. Thor has four. Doctor Strange has two. Doctor Strange, of all people, has two. The Incredible Hulk had three MFs play him. Different. He got two movies. Ant-Man got three movies. Ant-Man, of all people, got three, <laughs> two, no, three. three. I ain't seen not one of them yet. Three movies. The most powerful black superhero Second most powerful. I'm sorry. I think his wife Storm is power, more powerful than him, and yeah, they still ain't did level. that. They ain't did that sister justice since ever. Okay, because I've already said back in the day in the old X Men that should have been played by Angela Bassett, not no Holly Berry. Okay, mm-hmm. that uh, a strong African feature woman, not a mixed woman, should have been playing Storm. I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. I sat down and I watched this movie. First of all, Shuri didn't become Black Panther until the last 30 minutes of the movie, 20 minutes of the movie. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what went into them choosing Ryan Coogler f- to direct these movies and write the screenplay, but I am so tired, number one, of a black movie not being good unless we go through some type of loss. First movie. The dad died. Second movie, we got we got T'Challa dying, and then we also got the mama dying. Yeah, spoiler alert if you ain't seen it yet. Angela Bassett dies in this movie. Why the hell did you have to qu- kill off the queen? Why the hell did you have the Mexicans? Why do we have to be the sacrifice in our movie? Why did they have to kick our ass for 90% of the movie? 90% of the movie. There's no, I know that you're supposed to show that there's some adversity, but there's no reason for them to have shown um, the door going through struggles, fighting the damn Mayans. That shouldn't have happened. They should have been at a stalemate and they should have seen, oh God, they just as strong as us. I have not had not one problem with how they have been presented through the movie. 
through the movies until last night. I have not had any problem with the women being the strong front for him. My problem has always been the portrayal of T'Challa. And then last night, my problem was there was not one strong black man in this movie at freaking all. My wife sat up there and said, yes, it was. Um, What's his name? I said, that nigga got knocked out with one punch. What are you talking about? <laughs> then he was getting pushed off the damn edge. Then he want to jump out at the end talking about he going to take up the throne. Throne of what? There was not one strong... In the first movie, there wasn't one strong black male other than Killamonger. Because guess what? The savior was the, the CIA guy. This is ridiculous. I I hope they never... If they're going to make another Black Panther movie... this First of all, this wasn't Black Panther. This was wow. not Black Panther to me. And again, I expect Shuri to take up the mantle eventually. But what you're telling me is that the highest grossing movie uh, of a single uh, superhero movie at that time was Black Panther, which starred a black man as the superstar, as the star of that movie. You're telling me that mediocre Captain America didn't get good until part two, and then number three, they had to load up his movies. Ain't nobody watching no damn Ant-Man. Thor didn't get good until number three. You mean to tell me all these these starring people are part of the Avengers movies and the Avengers lineups can get two to three movies, but we could only get one movie. One movie starring T'Challa. T'Challa is a comic book figure. He is not a real person. The actor that portrayed him passed away. Yes. He had not been playing him for 20 something years. And guess what? When that does happen, they just switch them off. You don't believe me? Ask Christopher Reeve. Ask Michael Keaton. They just get switched. And Michael Keaton ain't die. They just get switched. Give yourself a couple of years to breathe and then bring Black Panther back. What I watched yesterday, I was not, I wasn't even mad about. That was like maybe third on the list, not being a strong black male, you know, in a movie at all. I was mad about that. I sat here with my Puerto Rican wife while her distance cousins was kicking our ass for the whole movie. I don't I, I don't watch any other superhero movie where they're getting their asses kicked the whole movie. Usually the formula is they meet them. They either stalemate or they kick their ass. The, the, the villain come back, he get the upper hand, and then in the end, they save the day. I don't even know what the hell this was I watched last night. I don't even want to... If you're going to make another Black Panther movie with Shuri as Black Panther, guess what? I have no problem. My problem is do not let Ryan Coogler touch this movie other than to make sure he's over the cinematography because guess what? The views, as usual, were beautiful. The cinematography was beautiful. It captured, you know, the 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 the, the fictional Wakanda, all these things. These things were beautiful. It was beautiful. But him writing the script, no. 
T'Challa is the, the smartest man in the Marvel universe. And when Ryan Coogler got a hold of him, he was a com- comedic side act getting made fun of for wearing uh, Jesus sandals. Mm-hmm. And Shuri was the smartest. Then I saw last night they tried to make it a little passing thing when they said, who taught you everything you knew? My brother. Well, it damn sure didn't seem like it the way you, he was portrayed in the first movie. Mm-hmm. That, that was it threw us a little bone. It threw us a little bone. It threw us a little bone. He is the. It isn't. It is not um, Iron Man. I can't even think of his his damn alter ego right now because I'm so mad. It ain't Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. They're not the smartest ones in the universe. It is T'Challa, and no, and they know how to do this. Marvel, Disney knew what to do. They knew that this would call the division and divide between black men and black women by using this. Because guess what? They didn't do it in, in Iron Man. Gwyneth Paltrow, she got a little shine in part three, but guess what? Robert Downey Jr. still saved the day. They knew that this would cause a divide because they did not, they reduced T'Challa to a side act in the first movie. And then part two, he was done because the actor passed away. Hey, you know, you know, um, you started out saying how like you grew up watching the comics and all of that. And Steph, you know, just uh, like when you said um, about like brothers was hating, right? There's some truth to that, but it's That's really not missing. What I said. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But there, there is, there has been a, a, a through line that that people haven't had an issue with how this movie, how black men have felt about this movie, right? And which it is a lot of truth to it, but it's missing a lot of context, right? So ima- imagine, like my dad, my dad is uh, I'm 40, he's 62, right? My dad grew up drawing all of this stuff, right? Before I even knew who Shane Chi was, my dad had a drawing at my grandma's house of Shane Chi. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know who it was. I just knew it was a guy. I thought it was Bruce Lee, right? Mm-hmm. So, and let's be truthful. The fact is, it's a fact. Back then in the 50s and 60s, when these characters were created, especially, specifically Black Panther, T'Challa, he was made for Black little boys and Black men who read comic books. I mean, there's no getting around that. It was, it was boys and men who read it. <laughs> Fast forward, over the decades, um, his brothers, uh, what's his name, Christopher Priest, and I forgot the other author, but those are the two brothers who kind of reinvigorated Black Panther in the comics and uh, kind of, you know, kept the, uh, re- you know, reignited the spirit of it, right? So then fast forward, the MCU comes up, and we, you know, me, I'm going, we going to watch them, a lot of brothers going to watch it, but we like, okay, well, where we go get our shine? We see Rhodey, that's cool, that's cool. We, we see Falcon. But we oh, all know man. who we waiting for. You know who we waiting for, <laughs> right? Brothers was waiting the whole time. So imagine like 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 older black men like my pops. Imagine guys like me and my four, like me who uh, who just turned forty. Uh, you know who's been watching these comic movies. You know since like the X Men or even the Batman's and all of that. You just waiting for your turn, waiting for your turn, right? And then you get the first move. Well, I take it back. We got twenty sixteen, and we was all in unison, <laughs> all in unison praising. T'Challa showing up in all his glory. And even leading up to the first movie, you know, it, the excitement was just off the charts. Y'all remember it. I mean, it, it was crazy. Um, and then, like I said, everything happened with the first one. You think about it a little bit. You're like, I don't, I don't know about how T'Challa was betrayed. But you know what? They get it right in the second one. They get it right in the second one. And then <clears throat> it takes the direction that it takes, right? And I mentioned, I mentioned beforehand about how 
they they Disney protected themselves behind the line of sisters, right? Because take think about it. Take anybody else, white women, black men, whoever. If brothers had awaited 50, 20, 30, 40, 50 years for a character to get to the big screen, and he got one movie, and he got killed off and sidelined for anybody else, we would be perfectly understand. We would understand why brothers got take issue with this direction, right? We waited a long time. We watched all the white boys shine and all of the stuff from the from the nineties and the eighties, and now all the way up to now. It's like it was our time to shine. You know, we the ones that been supporting these movies. We the ones that been buying the merch, <laughs> all of that, right? And we got sidelined for his little sister. And I get it. I get it because there's a, there's a scene in uh, in Wakanda Forever where doing that chase scene when they pull up on the bridge and you got Okoye in the car, Shuri on the bike, and then you got uh, Riri kind of flies down. That's a scene that if I had a daughter, I would print it out big as all day and put it put it up on the wall. Right? I, I was telling everybody, look, if you got a daughter, take her to see this movie. If you got a little black daughter, take her to see this movie. Right? But I got two black sons. <laughs> right? And I'm a I'm a black boy, I'm a black blurred geek, nerd, whatever you want to call it, who's been into this stuff and been waiting for these characters for a long time. And for it to kind of for like a better words, get snatched away from you before it really got to really fulfill. Like, you know, I just wanted a trilogy. Give me a trilogy in the third movie. Uh, cause the sister shined in the first one. I'm sure it was gonna shine regardless in the second one. And then, you know, him and him and uh Letitia Wright shine together in the third one. Because another thing too, Keith. I don't think had they known that Shuri would have to lead the franchise, I don't think they would have hired Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright isn't a, isn't a leading woman like that. I think they would have probably had to get in the key of somebody else to be uh to be Shuri because they are like leads. Uh, Letitia, ah, she ah, she just nobody ran it to see a Letitia Wright. And this third movie that comes out, they won't have the death of T'Challa. To uh right. to to get everybody to come through, they won't have the Latinos because I, I'm sure they're going on to another bad guy. And uh, what was the third one? I forgot what the third thing was, but they they won't have a number of factors that went into this movie to get it over. I think got an eight sixty six million or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't have that for the third movie. So I honestly I don't know what's going to happen with the, with the with the franchise. They can scrap it for all I care when they do uh Secret Wars. Uh, Secret Wars. They could snap a finger, snap it. I didn't have. Let me tell you something. If they went to, if this movie, if this movie was marketed different, instead of being Black Panther, if they had just left it as Wakanda forever, Mm I would have been fine with it. I'm 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 totally honest with it. You know. And again, after watching it last night, my number one takeaway was that. We got our asses kicked for, I mean, you have to watch it. It was beautiful cinematography. I mean, they captured certain parts of it. Wonderful. Angela Bassett, as usual, mm-hmm. does a phenomenal job in anything that she does. Um, but you allowed the strongest women, the strongest soldiers to get their asses kicked for 90%. Wakanda isn't special anymore. They, Think about they how never, we felt after that first movie. About, did, they, did they explain how they got how they got through the forces? Nah, they didn't. 
they just did it like two or three times and they brought it up. Like, how did they get up under the under our, our shields? But I don't think they ever explained how they managed to do it. Yeah. And and so, let me let me correct too. I was able to find it because I don't ever want to misquote anybody. Steph didn't say that. Steph just said, Did do do we hate black women that much that the movie is bothersome to us? Do is 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 something wrong about a movie of powerful women? And and mm-hmm. I will tell you no. There, no. Again, if this movie was marketed as just Wakanda Forever, they're actually having a TV series come out. If this had been part of that TV series and it was separate from Black Panther, I would have been fine with it, but I would have been still mad because, again, those sisters are too strong to have their asses kicked by people that fight underwater. It wasn't like we was going underwater to fight them. They was coming on land Mm -hmm. and he had our asses getting kicked and they're too strong for that. They are too. You saw what they did in the first movie. So how the hell are they going to get their asses kicked now by these people that live underwater? So I had a pro- that was the number one thing. Because, again, I was resigned to the fact that, listen, Shuri's going to get it. Yes, I'm upset that the way that T'Challa was portrayed in the first movie and that they killed him off. I was I, I'm still upset about that. But guess what? I got to get over it. That's how they did it. Right. At least give me a movie where we're not just walking through suffering emotionally and physically. That's all this movie was for most of those two hours was crying, getting ass kicked, crying, getting ass kicked, crying, mourning, getting ass kicked. I'm like, by the time that movie was done, bro, I was drained of energy and not in a good way because Mm -hmm. it was like, this is not this is not what I sign up for. Because, again, when I'm watching the other superhero movies. It's not happening like that. The these white superheroes, they go through a little time where they may be like, oh, they may be in danger. That's in the middle of the movie, not the ninety percent of the movie. Mm-hmm. They even I, had I'm her get you. speared at the end. I'm like, why did they? Why did they even spear her? Like, what was that about? Why would you spear her? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, you supposed to show that. You know, she's in danger, but you damn near about to kill her. And I was like, when I watched, I said, wait a minute, they about to kill her too? Dude, the way it was going, I wouldn't have been surprised. So, but uh, Steph, we do want to see Sister Shine. Next week, Shazam 2 comes out, and I've been telling, yelling it from the mountaintop. Megan Good is a superhero, <laughs> and she's been a superhero the last couple of years, but nobody ever talked about it. And then uh, later this year, they got the Marvels coming out where they're going, they're going to have uh, Tayana Paris. She's going to be Spectrum. That's uh, that, that that's that's the new Marvel movie. They pushed it to November. It was July, but they pushed it in November, she and she's going to be a job. sister shining out there. So. She did an and Tiana job. is from South Carolina. So. There we go. Oh, there she we, is? That's what I said. She is. Mm. Where at, Steph? Is it near you? Uh, like thirty minutes. Her hometown is thirty minutes away from mine. She yeah. was the one positive of that. I didn't like the Marvel stuff, but she's the one. I'm I'm excited to see her as Miss um, Marvel. Um, and can we please, please, growing up, Storm was one of my favorite comic book characters. Can we please get an accurate portrayal of Storm? Storm I, I is strong enough to have her own movie. It, it's her and Wolverine are the two strongest ones to have their own movie. Mm-hmm. 
we've been going through how many years? I don't want to see Holly Berry on my screen no more. Storm, please. I'm be honest with you. I I, I love I love Wolverine was actually technically my first favorite superhero from the X Men in the early '90s. But I, I'm actually okay with not even seeing Wolverine when they do the uh, new X-Men spinoff. I'm okay with not seeing it. We, we got more than enough Wolverine. If I'm they okay do with Storm this. right, I'm fine with it. There we go. There we go. But look, I, I want to say, man, I want to say real quick, uh, Wakanda isn't special anymore. Like, that's the truth nobody's coming out saying, right? Because think about how we felt coming out that first movie where you had all the shirts, people wearing shirts, dances, everybody throwing up the X. I mean, it was just really, it was really excitement coming out of that first movie. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same this time around. It wasn't the same this time around, you know, obviously because of Chadwick. And then, and then like you said, because we got our ass whooped the whole movie. Wakanda was supposed to be aspirational, like what we would be if we was never colonized, like unfuckwittable. That's what Wakanda was supposed to be. You know what I mean? That's, that's what made us so proud. And then we got this movie where clearly we second in the uh, in, in, in the with the, the food chain, and it, the, the excitement ain't the same. I mean, you you ain't see like the the viral post like you did on the first one. That the, the conversation was just different. It was just a different conversation, and and that I, I think they probably did irreparable damage to to the franchise. That I, I think I think they just lost sight, man. Like you know, yeah, I feel you with Chad, but. You really go shoot this in the foot, man. You, it was real yeah. special, and they kind of, they kind of, yeah, they knocked that whole thing down. And you know what I relate the the Wakanda Forever sign to now to somebody dying because that's the only time they threw it up when, um, in in this movie when oh. they buried T'Challa and then when they buried the mother, that's when they threw it up. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, um, oh, I was just like emotionally drained because yeah. I just I couldn't get over them killing Angela Bassett. That that was like. That was where I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, well, even the way they killed T'Challa, they didn't. To this day, it still don't make sense at all because they was trying to make the herb to heal him, but he had the herb already in him for the last time we saw him. He always had the herb in him. So so reintroducing another herb would help. So the whole... Yeah, man, it's, you know... like It's it's some beautiful (laughs) parts in there, some great parts in there, but um, it's a reason why I made $500 million less than the first movie. There's a reason why. I'm part of the reason too, because I showed bootlegged immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't have Ryan Coogler direct this movie. Please, the next one. Please don't. Please, uh, they talking about he please. doing Secret Wars, man. If he do Secret Come Wars, on, we, man. We, we, we could we could kiss T'Challa goodbye if he do Secret Wars, because that's our that's our the next possible chance to get T'Challa back. It would be in Secret Wars. So with the multiverse. Yeah, with the multiverse. But if it's up to him, if it's up to Ryan Coogler, nah, we ain't going to see T'Challa no more if it's up to him. so <sighs> We want to see Sister Shine, Steph. We want to see Sister Shine, just not in, in replacement of us. We pulled the shine together. <laughs> we were supposed to see T'Challa and Shuri tag team. The same way Ant-Man, the, the new Ant-Man movie right now, they got the whole family being Ant-Man. Michael, Michael Douglas, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Paul Rudd, I forgot that lady's name and his daughter, five whole family being Ant Man putting in work together. That's what I, you know. That's uh, ideally that's what I want, and that's what we got in the first one. Everybody putting the work together, but they just kind of chopped chopped everybody down, and you know. And you know that so, they, I read that they was thinking about killing off Ant Man in this movie, but they said, "No, nah, we're not going to do that." Ant Man, Ant Man. Ant-Man. I used to hate Ant-Man because he got a movie before T'Challa did. He came out in 20... 
six, 15, 2015. 2015, correct. Yep. His first movie, 2015, and we didn't get T'Challa until, um, what, the movie? 2018. Until 2018. So I, I always, he always rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, how he get a movie before we before we get a movie? So, yeah. So, yeah. That, it, yeah, yeah. That was my little rant about what I watched last night. Again, don't 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 put us in a predicament in movies where we're going up against another race and we're just getting our asses handed to us and we're supposed to be the strongest nation and, and portrayed we're portrayed that way in the comics and it's just like there was no hope, bruh. There was no hope until they came they both came back on that on that plane. Mm. I'm just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I like how she got stabbed and she lived, but but uh Killmonger got stabbed and he died. <laughs> well she had that new maybe it was the the synthetic um uh, nah key nah key nah don't, don't don't shoot a no bell man it was a bit don't shoot a no bell man come on listen. bad right like do you guys like uh, before we move on to the top 10 real quick i'm gonna go down the list do you guys like leticia right as a Actress, I'm gonna start with you, Rock. Do you like her as an actress? Not as a lead. She would have. She would have been great. Uh, like if it if if Chadwick was still here, if they recast it, they would have. It would have. She would have been a great little sister, um, like tag team kind of situation. Even if both of them win the suits, she would have been great because that's kind of how they do it on that that um, Avengers uh, TV show, the the cartoon. They kind of tag team together. Mm-hmm. She's great, but not not as not as a lead. I'm not running out of watch a Letitia Wright movie. Okay. Steph? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> John? I'm not sold. I mean, at the very least, they could have put her on some sort of training regimen so it's that she actually looked like she can whip somebody's ass. I mean, Angela Bassett looked more uh, looked like somebody who could take over that mantle of Black Panther than Letitia Wright could. I'm just saying. Um, she looked like she was actually ninety five pounds soaking wet. I'm I'm with you there. Um, I didn't buy her. I, I'll be honest with you. When I watched the movie, I was hoping, which I had already heard who was going to be Black Panther. But in my mind, as I watched it, I kind of erased all that stuff, and I was like, "Damn, it'd be great if they just put Lupita in that suit because she was. She seemed like she was more capable. You know what I mean? Like she mm-hmm. went down there and rescued them." And I could actually see her being in the suit. I mean, Dude, not just for my. Out of all of the leads, out of all of the leads left, Lupita, uh, uh, Okoye, Angela Bassett, and Mbaku, and then Letitia. Letitia literally was the last person, if anybody said, which one of y'all going to be the new Black Panther? She the last person. The only reason she got it is because she was Shuri. That's you know, the only can- reason. So it was kind of forced to go in that direction. But logically, it makes sense to pick any of the other four people. Any other I would, I would have put Leticia over in Baku. What? I, I would have did Okoye. I like Okoye. Okoye will bass without a suit. Well, that's so. what I was mad about that she got on the bridge. I, I didn't like that she was having trouble with them. I understand the adversity part. I understand that. But damn. She was putting that work they should, to, they should went to stalemate. She shouldn't have gotten knocked over the bridge in the water. She got it down much as she could, man. You know. Did that black that black person fear activate? I was like, damn, she can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> I like Okoye was my favorite part. Okoye, 
And uh, Angela Bassett too, but Okoye was like my number one favorite part because mm. she just be putting in work, man. I can, you know, yeah. she just putting yeah. in work. So yeah, she does. She really does. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and jump into the top ten. The top ten today will be from what we selected last week. I was the one that made the choices, and it was between top ten movies from the pandemic era from 2020 to 2022 against top 10 rock songs. I don't know if you guys listened to the show last week, but when I made the choices, the original choices, both of my friends got uh, deadly silent with me on this show as they did not approve. So I had to come back in the end and kind of course correct on the choices. So I thought I did better, I guess. Was one one of the choices uh, unpopular opinion or something like that? Yes. Uh, okay. I had one for you. I had one for you, Steph. Yeah. I would have. I would have loved to do that. I know what you had for me, Rock. Leave what Jay Z? No. Oh, Deb, definitely leave him alone. <laughs> That's a popular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steph, you got quiet last week when I was saying it. I was listening. No, you. I guess I was. I was confused by the whole. Um, top 10 songs from the year we were born thing. I think that kind of threw me off. Oh, like, okay. uh, yeah. Well, yeah. My number one song would have been whichever one uh, was playing when my mama saw my daddy. That song. That's number one song from the year I was born. So. I think Thriller came out the year I was born, so I would have I would had a, a field day with, <laughs> the, mm-hmm. with the pigs. Um. So movies that were in the pandemic era from 2020 to 2022 won out. So that's what we're going to do today. Next week's pick is Big Time. Big Time, what you got on deck for us for next week? Episode 108. All right. What I have is top 10 worst candies of all time versus top 10 shocking shocking news stories of all time. Mm. Okay. Worst candies. I don't know what worst candy is already. He gonna put Kit Kat on his list. All right. Projecting. Uh-huh. Projecting that I'm going to put Kit Kat on my list. I don't know. John. I didn't even think about it till you brought it up. Thanks, Steph. You're welcome. First top three got to be them the little ones that never have they never have uh, labels you just get them, like, them the but like oh but there we go butterscotch I can't stand butterscotch really I used to love butterscotch candy I can't eat them now past tense uh, man yeah butterscotch not for me all right so we're gonna go ahead and get started with this top ten our guest Rock will go first I'll go second John will go third and Steph will go last. So All right. uh, you have honorable mentions? Uh yep, I just got four. Uh Prey, that was the Predator prequel. Free Guy, that Ryan Reynolds movie with the video game guy, Avatar. Mm-hmm. Uh Black Phone, that's a little murder mystery. And the phone was kind of the key to break the mystery. Mm-hmm. And uh Bullet Train, the one with Brad Pitt on the train oh, putting in work. Okay. I have not seen that one yet. I need to. Oh, it's great. It's on, I think it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. All right, what you got for number 10? Uh, Without Remorse, starring Michael B. Jordan. 
That was oh, uh. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, that was what was I, I forgot what streaming network it was on. Maybe Paramount. Amazon Prime. Prime. Okay, there we go. There we go. But yeah, that one. Yeah, I just, I love it because you know they went in and Nunu was his wife, and they killed Nunu, <laughs> and then um he just went to work on everybody the way I love to see brothers just you know don't don't take the uh the high road. No, everybody getting this work because you killed my lady. So <laughs> yes, sir. So I loved it. He All called right. that girl Nunu. I, I I remember that name before I remember her real name. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. Same here. All right. Uh, damn. And you know what? I just found out that she was mixed from that movie. Uh, I saw an interview she did from the. Oh, movie. you people. Yeah. Did you see you people rock? I did. I did. What did you think about it? Uh, at a certain point, I just started fast forward to whenever whenever Eddie Murphy showed up. That's I watched all the Eddie Murphy scenes. Um. Uh, new, new, too fine to be with that uh, that chunky white boy. Thank you. So, Every, everybody's like, she and Jonah Hill look so cute together. No, nah, they don't. Nah, nah, no, nah, they nah, don't. Yeah. Now, if it was like, I don't know, one of them other sexy white dudes, I can't be mad at it. But not him, though. Come on, now. not him. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I just kind of fast forwarded. He need to keep that, that weight. He go from fat to skinny, fat to skinny. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be some form. I mean, he got real skinny one time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I wonder if you lose me. weight in your head. You ever notice when people get real skinny, their heads always be big? Mm-hmm. Like is yes. that like a bobble head? Yeah, I don't know. Do they do lipo? And I don't know. I just always wondered. Sometimes they don't. It's just they just. I think that everybody has a certain frame for their body. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. some people just feel like you know, like I would look, I would look crazy skinny. You know what I'm saying? Um, if Steph was just sticking bones, she would look crazy. Mm. Not mm. that she and she don't have a big head or nothing like that, but you know, you you're were used the, to, huh? You were the first person to ever say that. I've been getting teased about my head my whole life. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't have a big head. You really don't. Let everybody else tell it. I do. Y'all know what my nickname was back in the day at what? the boys club? They called me Rockhead. <laughs> Cause I had a big old head. Yeah, I had a big old head. I used to try to work out to get swole to catch up with my head. I gave up. It was what it was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I cannot. <sighs> Steph, you do not have a big head. I'm just letting you know. So for my people that are listening, Ronald says I don't have a big head. No, not at all. And do not use my first name. I make a deal. If you stop saying that I fat shame you, I stop using your first. It's name. recorded now for my list. Um, I got a lot of honorable mentions. I brought it back, baby. I haven't done it mm-hmm. in a long time. So who all got a problem with it? Jasmine. <laughs> okay. Honorable mentions start off with Son of the Hedgehog one and two, the Invisible Man, Extraction, Palmer. I hated not putting this one on my top 10 list, but I'm okay with it. Judas and the Black Messiah, Without Remorse, Army of the Dead, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, The Tomorrow War, Fear Street Part 1, 2, and 3, The Guilty, Encanto, I really like that movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, Doctor Strange 2, Chip, 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 Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Oh, that was good. That was good. Minions, Rise of Gru, The Gray Man, my number 10, The Harder They Fall. 
Yeah, it was a great, go. great black western. I like westerns. It was a good movie. Mm, big time. What you got for us? What you got? All right. Uh, number 10, The Demon Slayer, the movie Mugen Train. What was it called? Demon Slayer, the movie Mugen Train. Oh, that's an anime, ain't it? Yes, sir. All right. It's in movie theaters. <laughs> so. It caught me. I said, wait a minute. Demon Slayer, that sounds familiar. All right. All right, all right, all right. When, the, when did that come out? Did that just come out? Twenty twenty, believe twenty twenty. Yep, okay, twenty twenty. Cool. I'm looking at it right here. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Stephanie, little head, Stephanie. <laughs> I have one honorable mention, and that is House of Gucci, and my number ten is Ambulance. You like that movie? Okay. I have that has been a movie that I I don't know why, but it's a movie that I wanted to see when it first came out. And I've been saying every time I see it on, I think it's on Peacock now because it was on one of the other ones. Like, okay, I got to watch this and I never get around to watching that. And you're the reason I went to the movies and watched it. I did not plan to go see it, but you kept on talking about it. So I went and saw it. Well. And that's one of those movies where you, you got to go to the movies and sit down and watch it because uh-huh. it's, it's all it's all over the place. Yeah, if, if you if you glance at your phone, you lost. That's why. Yeah. I, that's why my I hate anxiety that. was kicking in real bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. In my opinion, that brother, I think he should have played Blade instead of um, the guy they had playing Blade, the new Blade. Oh, uh, Mahershala Ali playing Blade. Yeah, I'm with you. They got him playing something else though. Playing. Um, uh, they got him playing something else. That's another another character. They're supposed to start shooting in a few months. It's a TV show, a Marvel TV show. Oh, okay. and the character actually is originally white. <laughs> That's a funny thing about oh, wow. it. Yeah. I hate that too. Can, can I say that as well? Listen, leave the white characters to be the white characters. I know they were talking about trying to be a black Superman, Michael B. Jordan. No, Mm-mm. no. It's Clark Kent. I don't want to see no black Superman. <laughs> Dude. Dude, I heard I heard a good theory that said instead of taking out uh, existing black characters, because we got a lot who hadn't made it yet, who hadn't got their real big screen debut, mm-hmm. they instead that they would use black people to boost up white characters, right? Like the Ariel, like the excitement that comes from the new Little Mermaid, it wouldn't be the same if it was just another white girl. So they'll take them and, and use us to boost up their character, their legacy characters, mm-hmm. but ultimately. Those characters going back to white. They ain't getting rid of the white Little Mermaid oh, at Disneyland. They, you know, they, they 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 may add the black girl, but they ain't gonna never get rid of it. Um, so yeah, I heard a little theory about like how they use us to boost their characters. That makes sense. That's what they do at the Grammys and the uh, Academy Awards. Use us mm-hmm. to boost the views and get the, the those uh, people to commit the commercials to the award show, and then sit there and <laughs> I'm not going down that rabbit hole again, but. I, I just hope next year Beyonce say, you know what, F y'all. She really will never to. embarrass me again. Ever. I don't know, man. I, I, Honey I, I, Rate? Harry Con- what is what's his name? Harry Connor? Handy St- Harry Styles, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry name. Okay. That's who, All right. That's who won? Okay, cool. My bad. Let's, yeah. Let's okay. <laughs> All right. Number nine. What you got, Rock? Number nine. I got you know it's funny, I didn't really rank these. But I, I think I should put uh, Sonic 2 for number nine. 
Another good movie. Yeah, I moved Sonic Two for number nine. Yes, um, yeah, Sonic One. Me and my little boy saw that right before the pandemic popped off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so yeah, Sonic Two. That 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 movie actually really is true to like the video game a lot. Um, and it, you know, it just took me back because I had to say I was a Genesis kid. I wasn't a Super Nintendo kid. I was a Genesis. Uh, so, as was I. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat had the real blood on the Genesis. <laughs> it did. I used to hate. He had the blood code. Had to put, enter the blood code on the first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, number nine for me was the Batman. I oh, was very apprehensive about that movie because the actor that played him, I was like, "That's the Twilight dude. I don't want to watch this." But it was a well put together movie. So mm-hmm. um, that was my number nine. Big time, what you got for number nine? You there? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He went old school with that old school pregnant pause. If y'all used to listen to us in the beginning, I'll ask him a question. (laughs) Be that that 10, 20 second interval. I'm sorry. My wife walked into the room and, um, Asked me something and I took my earphones off and I thought you guys were still talking and apparently you weren't. You were calling for me. So I apologize. (laughs) That's all right. Sonic 2 is my number nine. Sonic 2. Great movie. My daughter loves that movie, the entire franchise. Can't wait till number three. I don't know if they're going to make a number three, but um, they are. So we'll be catching number three. And Mario Brothers. Um, Bro, I am so excited oh, about that Mario Brothers. Who y'all telling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the day before my birthday, I think I'm going to take that whole weekend off. And uh, yeah, 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 I'm going to be right there. You hear me? <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know if y'all realize it, but, but video game movies had a had a real bad rep for a long time, and I think we kind of <laughs> get it together. They get it together. To. Street Fighter put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. <laughs> Oh, that, that Street Fighter was horrible. horrible. Oh, it was bad. I was so mad. How do you create a game based off of two characters, Ken and Ryu, and they were just put to the back of the... Okay. We're yeah. not going to get into this, y'all. Steph, what you got for number nine? <laughs> My number nine is United States versus Billie Holiday. I haven't watched that movie yet. I loved it. The young lady that played her, didn't she get some awards or something? She did. Okay. Was that Mumu? Was that her name? Oh, um, Andrew Day. Andrew Day. The Mumu Ragabirth. Uh, I may get the name. Oh, you know what? Scratch that. Wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for that. Yeah. All right. What you got for number eight, Rock? Uh, we'll go with Suicide Squad 2. And so I'm not sure if y'all saw the first one, but it wasn't all that. The first 10 minutes of Suicide Squad 2 is kind of it's wild it and after weird. that it's, it's, it's fire so yeah Suicide Squad 2 I didn't care for that one you well, like it. I, you know what? I enjoyed Will Smith in it believe it or not in the first no 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 that's the first one I know I'm saying I enjoyed him in the first one so I was kind of like ah, I wish he had came back for the second one oh okay okay I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. okay uh, number 8 for me was Black Box I think I talked about it on the show here uh-huh. before this was uh a movie, I forgot Buddy's name, but he looks like Kurt <laughs> to me. He always looks like <laughs> Kurt. And um, Felicia Rashad Davis uh, was in it as well. Did I say her name right? Y- yes. Okay. Oh, you know, yeah. John, what you got for number eight? 
Same as you, black box. All right. Okay. I'm missing. I'm, I'm tripping in. I, I need to finish watching it. You watch it. Steph, what you got for number eight? Cruella. I haven't watched it all the way, but the bits and pieces I saw, it looked very good. Oh, man. Phenomenal. Yeah. Rock, what you got for number seven? I got Candyman. I think that was 2021, I think that came out. Maybe I have Candyman. not seen it. It's cool. It, it's really, they, they gave it like uh, some backstory, like lore, and they kind of added the racial element. Kind of, I don't want to spoil it too much, but they added some lore to the back of it, to the uh, background of Candyman, which I, I like that part a lot. And the way was they kind of was it scary? Uh, it was alright. It was, you know, okay. yeah. But you know, I ain't scared of Candyman. Now, if it was some dead white girl crawling out of out a wet well or something, then you know, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, nah, Candyman, I ain't, I ain't scared of Candyman. But it, it was good. Though. It was real good. And the, the way they illustrated and tell the stories and they cut to this different kind of um, like a puppet kind of like a, a silhouette puppet kind of um, display. Mm-hmm. It's real tight. I like it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Number seven for me, man. I see that I made a mistake because I had two of them marked down as number eight. So <laughs> I'm going to just move the one. The second one I had number eight to my honorable mentions. That one in the honorable mentions would be The Banker. That was a good movie to me. Oh, the Banker. Uh, I forgot about that. I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. One. It was good, too. It was very good. Yeah, um, I like that one a lot. Number seven. I can't wait to watch that with my son. Yeah, it is a it was a real good movie. Yeah. Uh but I move it outside. <laughs> Number seven is a movie that we've been it's been a bit for the last what three weeks now <laughs> that we were supposed to review. <laughs> and that's glass onion knives out. Mm-hmm. Um I I love anything that Janelle Monet does. And I thought she did an awesome job in this movie. She did. I enjoyed the first one and this one was very good. Dave Bautista is proven they, you know, he he is the best wrestler to ever become an actor. Um, mm-hmm. He did a great job, but his his part was a little short. But yeah, that's my number yeah. seven. Yeah, Dave the man. Yes, he is number six. What you got for us, Rock? Uh, we do the. Give me seven. seven. Okay, I'm seven. No, uh, the harder they just, fall. The harder I thought they I fall. just did number seven. Did I? I haven't done number seven yet. Though. I haven't done seven either. Oh, my bad. He jumped straight to the big. Oh, now you big dog. You big dog. My bad. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's you, Steph. I'm sorry, you, John. Jesus. Oh my God, my mind went crazy. <laughs> John, number eight. What you got? Uh, Yasuke, uh, the Black Samurai. Oh. It's on Netflix. Okay. That was a movie. I thought that was a was that a show? Or a movie. It was more of an anime style. Uh, gotcha. Type. Yeah, wasn't a show. My apologies, y'all. Steph and John jumped all the way over. I should have purposely jumped over Steph, but my apologies. You listen to the show Rock in the very beginning. You understand when she defamed the original Carter from New Orleans name. Um, (laughs) Steph, what you got for number eight? You mean seven? Seven. Seven. Shit. Go ahead, Steph. <laughs> Number seven for me was a uh, it was a BET movie, and I thoroughly enjoyed it with Essence Atkins named Open. What is it called? Open O P E N. Is it, it on BET a, Plus? Yes, it is. Okay, it is really good with a uh, Keith Robinson stars as well. They're a married couple. It's just an interesting take on. Uh, I won't give it away, but it was a good movie. Okay, all right. 
I like to tell her. I like to tell men to watch it, especially married men, because I love to hear your opinions on it. I will be putting it down. Listen, um, if you do not have BET Plus, I, as you heard on the show, I'm a big proponent of supporting us. Yes. It seems like it, it, I was going to get into it later on in the news, but I'll just say it now. Looks like Tyler Perry is going to be purchasing yes, BET. Yes, um, I saw that. And if he brings back some of the things that you know we enjoyed, like the BET Awards and stuff, I mean, kudos to him. But there are a lot of great, great shows mm-hmm. and movies on BET Plus. If you are black, I I would really, really, really advise you, highly advise you to get that app. There's so BET many great Plus is everything that BET should have been. Yes. Did they bring back? Uh, I hadn't. I hadn't opened it in forever. Did they bring back Rap City or any of those yet? Not yet. I, no, I've heard but Rap City has been coming on actual BET. Yeah, throwback episodes or new new episodes? New episodes. I'm on the old ones, but new episodes uh, yeah, yeah. have been coming on. There seems to be something to do with licensing, licensing with the music Uh-oh. and stuff. So yeah. that's why it's been a problem with it being on the app. But hey. Big money Perry may be able to make things happen. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I hope he can. I go, hey, hey, real quick, I had I, I bought a VCR from the Goodwill, and I had one of the mysterious, you know, the mysterious VHSs. You never know what it is. Yeah, I thought I got happy, but I popped it in, and it was what I thought it was. It was actually some old uh, Rap City stuff from like 2003. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, it was Pastor Troy, him and Murphy Lee in the booth of all. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, of? So. That was a missed opportunity there with Murphy Lee. He could have really been big, but mm-hmm. all right. What you got, Rock, for number? We're on number what now? Six, six, six. Okay, okay so uh, I said the harder to fall earlier, so I stick with that one. This way, so yeah, the harder they fall, just love it. Every everything about it was cool. Yeah, right. yeah, that was a great movie. I think it was. I love the soundtrack too. It was dope. Yeah. Number six for me is, and I didn't expect for this movie to make my list, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Honk for Jesus, save your soul. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna make fun of that man because he go. But if you watch this movie, um, you will see whose story they loosely based it off of. Mm-hmm. If you know. And it was a great movie. I think that Regina Hall is one of the most underappreciated, Ooh. underrated actresses mm-hmm. of our time. I adore her more mm. than I could ever like Sanai, Gabrielle, all of them. Like, I love Regina Hall. Mm. And she's funny, too. She's she funny. And she's so beautiful. She's so pretty. Mm-hmm. I could, You know what? I could stomach uh, Sanan, Sanai Lathan from mm-hmm. time to time. Gabby, I just, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm tired of her to be honest Gabrielle Union plays Every character the same way The same yes yes Hey low key That's, Gabby hey, low key, Gabby on the way to being the new Jada Pinkett She's on the way She is she's about there cause you know I don't like she Jada either She hasn't surpassed either. her yet Say again She hasn't surpassed her yet uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so Cause she they had a red table they don't have an outright, well, they, uh, depending on how you look at it. I don't think they have an outright embarrassing moment like the whole August Alcina red table situation. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they, 
I don't think they've done nothing to surpass that just yet. But they, they, depending on how you look at it with the Sun situation, that could be it. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I think the other shoe will drop at some point. If they get a platform like that, then I think she would surpass. She gets a red table platform, um, maybe. But yeah, we'll see. She I don't, I don't think people like her like that. I think people like Dwayne Wade, but I don't, I don't think they like her. Yeah, like that. Uh, Gabrielle comes across as very phony. Um, and because I used to adore her, but now it's like, uh, yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I still love her though. She's still beautiful. She, she is. is. I think for me, as much as I loved her being Mary Jane, as much as I love that show, made me dislike her. Mm. I can't explain it. It it was a good show, but it was just. Understood. What you got for number six, John? The Despicable Me franchise, uh, The Rise of Gru. Yes. It was a great movie. Steph, what you got for number six? The Harder They Fall. All right. Yes, ma'am. Number five, Rock, what you got? King Richard. Speaking of Will Smith. (laughs) I forgot about King Richard. Mm -hmm. How did I forget about King Richard? That was a phenomenal movie. Yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, Angelina Ellis didn't get as much love as she should have got because she she was Mm -hmm. real great. She was was great in that too. So, but yeah. Um, My number five is the black phone i really enjoyed that movie it was a great movie it wasn't what i expected but it was a great movie so black Mm -hmm. phone john what you got for number five hustle Hustle, that's the one with uh adam sandler uh queen latifah damn i don't think i've seen that one with the diamond is that the one with the diamond no, it's no, no. He was a uh, a scout. He was an NBA scout. Um, oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Got to get that. This on Netflix. Yes. Cool. Steph, what you got for number five? One night in Miami. Mm, I forgot about that movie. That was a I good movie. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Number four, Rock. What you got? Top Gun Maverick. Fire. Yeah, I still haven't seen that damn movie. I haven't uh, seen it either. Oh, if y'all see it, it watch it on watch it on TV and it ain't gonna be the same, man. Like it, it's one of those gotta see it in a the theater kind of movies. Mm-hmm. So but it, it, it's fire. It's great. It's real great. And the black man lived. Both of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> All right. Number four for me is Bad Boys for Life. Um I really oh, enjoyed yeah. that. Movie. I forgot all about that one. John, what you got for number four? The Harder They Fall. All right. There we go. Steph, what you got for number four? Fatal Affair with Nia Long, Omar Epps. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about he, that. He was looking crazy in that movie. Man, yeah. Was he? <laughs> Listen, I, I was looking at him sideways after that movie for real. <laughs> <laughs> Um, number three. What you got for number three, Rock? Uh, I'm gonna do the Batman. I'm gonna do that for number three. It was fire. I love uh, Seven and those type of movies, Mm -hmm. and I and I love the. That's what it reminded me of too. 
Yeah, and I love the Riddler. I've been saying for a long time. I love Jim Carrey, but they could. They could. I've always been saying they they like did a sinister version of the Riddler, mm-hmm. mixed it with Seven, and that's exactly what that movie was. So I love it. So you know, he's one of the characters that there's like two versions of him, right? There's the crazy, wacky, jokey, still smart that Jim Carrey played, and also mm-hmm. kind of how they portrayed him in the '60s um, show. And with the um, with Adam West, and then mm-hmm. there's a little bit more sinister one that they portrayed in a cartoon, and that's in mm-hmm. the comics. So I was waiting for that too, to that for that version to come on the big screen. So it was nice to see that too. Yeah. Um, number three for me was Zack Snyder's Justice League, oh, the one that came out on HBO Max. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. It wiped away any memory of that crap that Joss Whedon put out um, before. So (laughs) and I watched all the way through. Um, Joe, what's number three for you? Without remorse. All right. Yes, sir. Go fight. Steph, what you got for number three? Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, man. I forgot about that one. It was so good. Yeah, I forgot to put that one on there. I watched it like four times. Mm. Number two, Rock. What you got for number two? All right, number two is God, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. That movie made me go and brave the pandemic <laughs> to watch it in the movie theater. <laughs> I did, and I forgot to put it on my list. But that's another one. The only reason I went to watch it is because Keith kept talking about it. It was good. I love that movie. It was good. And how about I kept talking about it and I ain't put it on my damn list. I forgot about the movie. <laughs> I forgot about it. It was mm. so good. All right. Um, number two for me, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, oh, there you go. That was Fire. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to see my favorite part of the whole movie was seeing Will Defoe as the Green Goblin come back. That was my that's what I look forward to. So mm-hmm. that was great. Fire. What you got for number two, John? Glass Onion. All right. Damn, we really got to do that. Next, next episode, Steph, you were supposed to hold me to the fire and we do it in the beginning. So the I show. forgot. We'll do it next episode. Great movie. Number two, Steph, what you got? This is another one. I went to the movies and I want to say this really quickly. During the whole pandemic, I kept running to the movies to see stuff that Keith was suggesting, and Keith did not go to the movies once. <laughs> <laughs> Had me out there in all that COVID. <laughs> Disinfecting my movie seat and spraying lights all like a crazy person, and Keith was at home, chilling. Didn't go see any of these damn movies. I just want that to be known. <laughs> but number two for me was respect. The Jennifer Hudson version. Yeah. Not the oh, that was great. Yes. Was great. She played Aretha. Yes. Yes. And that movie got undercut by that TV show. Because yeah. my, my, my mother-in-law watched the TV show. And I guess the TV show leaned in a lot with the abusive stuff. So mm-hmm. she didn't even want to watch the movie. I'm like, nah, the movie really good. You know, it touched on it, but not you know, lean into it. But it acknowledged it. And I, I felt bad that like the, the show undercut the movie because the movie was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Still. <laughs> Listen, Keith had me at the movies a lot. I did. During the pandemic. And he'd be right in the house. Because most of these uh, movies on my list that I went to the movies to see was because mm. of Keith. Yes, and he didn't were. go see any of them because you hear him along the list. I still haven't seen that, really. <sighs> All right, let's get to number one. <laughs> Rock, what you got for your number one, man? All right, number one. The only problem with this movie is that it came straight to streaming and we couldn't watch it together as black people, and that is Coming to America. Oh, you, hey, look, hey, look. you ain't being invited back ever. <laughs> Rock hey look, you I ain't you, listen. You, you ain't never coming back. Hey, look. Hey, look. It was I nice wish... having you on, Rock. Really hey look, I, I wish I was Woo! recording. So I wish you was recording to see Keith's face right now. I'm Bruh. joking. I'm joking. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell that O out like that. <laughs> oh, my chest hurts. I'm joking, Keith. I'm joking. Okay, I'm joking. All right, my real number one. My real number one. It's Spider Man. Oh, no you. Way Woo, that was a joke. I'm about to say you won't be invited back ever. Let me tell you something. I literally got lightheaded. Like I got lightheaded. <laughs> my finger was against my temple, and I just looked around my room for a little bit. John, we were about to be on here for an extra hour. <laughs> right, so I'm joking. I'm joking. Spider Man, no way home. Uh, you know, William Defoe was great, Keith, but that moment when all three of them start swinging together, yes. I, I get tingles right now. Like, dude, I can't believe I'm watching this. I, I done seen all of them in the theater, except the, the last one, the uh, Far From Home. That's the only one. Every, all the other two uh, other franchises. So seeing all three of them together, I'm watching it. Like, I can't believe I'm watching this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't believe they got all three of them right now. And then when they just started swinging, Dude, that was like damn near better than some of them in game scenes with yes. just seeing all three of them swinging together. That's just just magical, man. Just magical. The only thing that would have made it better for me, the fight scene with him and um the youngest Spider Man. I can't think of his real name right now. It was great in the Oh, at the end? Yep. In the, in the beginning. I'm talking about when before he killed Aunt May. Oh yeah, and then that yeah, but it was fighting straight down yes. the uh, the apartment building. Oh, yes. that was real in the field. It was, but I it, wanted yeah, to was... see him and Tobey Maguire go at it real good for old times' sake, like really go at it. Uh, Tobey was an older man, man not man. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They threw down yeah. in that first one. That 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 was the most crucial beat down after that first movie, boy. Mm-hmm. No joke. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, my number one movie. Um, I love this movie. And it has a special place in my heart because it was the first movie that I was able to watch after Chadwick had passed away. Um, and that's the five bloods. Yeah, there we go. I love, love the five bloods. That was a excellent Spike Lee movie to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Delroy Lindo, which I'm still out of sorts by finding out that he's from Europe. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> he is an excellent, excellent Excellent, excellent actor. Um, but yeah, that's my number one. John, what you got for your number one? My number one is King Richard. Oh, right. there we go. I hate I forgot King Richard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that movie. What you got, Steph? Number one. Uh, this one came out right before COVID got serious, but. It was the beginning of 2020, and I adored it, and that was the photograph. 
Oh yeah, oh, that was good. Yep. Yeah, 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 that was good. Tiana Paris was in that too. Yep. Mm-hmm. She my hall pass. My wife already know. <laughs> oh my god, I love I've loved her. Um, the very first thing I really saw her in was Survivor's Remorse, and I loved her in mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a great top ten. Thank mm-hmm. you guys. Look forward to next week. Now, before we get out of here. The main event of why we brought Mr. Rock with us today is your boy, <laughs> Coach Dion Prime Sanders. And if you've listened to the show, um, not only on our show, but uh, the We Like Sports show that we do with our co-host Dwayne, we've talked about, you know, the seat through the season this year with Dion with Jackson State. And then we also gave our opinions um, a couple of times, a couple of episodes regarding Deion Sanders leaving and you know if you listen to the show for the most part it was like well you know for for most of us on the show we didn't see too much of a problem of Dion leaving and going to a PWI um, Rock of course has had difference of opinions with that um, with those choices and so you know, we want to bring Rob back because there's been a couple of incidents that have taken place. A couple of interviews have taken place uh, recently with Deion Sanders. And, you know, we can talk about them both quickly here as they coincide with each other, um, which is one. He made a comment uh, last week, a couple of weeks ago, about his belief about single parent family homes and two parent homes. So I'm going to jump into that read the article a little bit about that. Then I'm going to jump into the other article and we could discuss that together. Um, So in a recent interview with the rich Eisen show, Sanders was asked what attributes he looks for in players. Sanders stated, well, we have different attributes, smart, tough, fast, disciplined with character. Now quarterbacks are different. We want mother, father, dual parent. We want the kid to be 3.5 GPA and up because he has to be smart, not bad decisions off the field at all, because he has to be a leader of men. Uh, while what Sanders said appeals to right wing crowd, I'm unaware of any study that says one parent household kids are at a disadvantage when it comes to playing college quarterback. So then that is what his criteria is for um quarterbacks the other family the other positions he wants a one parent household because they are uh what did he say did he say they were god i can't find a quote here but he he basically said they're more hungry and they'll go out there and get it so only smart two parent home athletes with a 3.5 gpa or higher can be quarterback for his team And then he came out after that and stated that he wants Colorado band to adopt HBCU Sonic Boom flavor. Um, Mm -hmm. He was in a YouTube video saying that HBCUs is kind of a kind of traditional that the bands kind of coincides. I know it's a difference, but it don't have to be. We like one big happy family. He was suggesting suggesting Colorado imitate some of the swag and culture often seen at HBCUs such as Jackson State during and after games. Uh, 
Sanders said he would be using a new theme song for his football team, replacing his song from the famous Here I Go by hip hop artist Mystical. He said, we're probably going to have a new theme song, Sanders said, that I want you guys to get. And it's not hard. And I think you can knock it out of the park. Sanders requested his new pregame song to be played for the group, but the sound was removed from the video attached. It'll take it to a whole new level when the band is able to execute it, Sanders said. That's going to be good. Really, really good. Now, we got two HBCU representatives, different eras, different areas on the phone, on on the phone, on this show today. Um, But we're going to hear from everybody on this tape. Um, let's start off with our guest, Rock, because I know he's got a lot to say. Rock, take it away, brother. Okay. Uh, the the first one is the um the two parent home <clears throat> comment. Now, let me know if I'm tripping, but didn't he just admit to discriminating, like a form of discrimination? And if he's a higher up who's in a position to hire people. I mean, am I wrong to think that maybe the, you know, I mean, I don't want to get the black man in trouble, but if this was a white guy who said this, we would be demanding mm-hmm. some answers from Colorado. Absolutely. Because that kind of feeds into everything we always complain about, about how black men aren't seen as leaders when it comes to being quarterbacks, or teams and, and coaches. Like it, he's, he's pretty much parried on what white guys say, or at least, at least what they think. Maybe they say it behind closed doors and, and we just never hear him say it out loud. And Dion maybe thought he had a pass in sand and getting away with it. Um, but that's crazy to say because even his own son don't don't qualify to be his quarterback based on that criteria. Um, Dion is divorced, twice divorced. So I mean, you know, there you go. Um, okay. And, just, and him him being a black man, him being a black man, he sh- he should know better. He just should know better. Um, he knows or uh, should know. Uh, our situation in this country, um, you know, it ain't like we just up and fell into the conditions that we fell into. And part of me kind of feels like um, it kind of ignores uh, how quarterbacks, not in maybe John, maybe you know this better than I do. Uh, my friend of mine, he's a, he played quarterback in high school and he's real big on quarterbacks, uh, on, on black quarterbacks in the NBA. And he, he was always saying because quarterbacks, black quarterbacks, when it comes to college and, and the NFL, they get moved over to like what like wide receiver or something. Um, so all these quarterbacks that come from all these like black cities, like I'm from Augusta, and a lot like most of the most of the high schools are like majority black high schools. So pretty much you have all these football programs across the South or wherever with with these black kids playing quarterback. It is happening by the thousands. But according to Dion, all them thousands of kids who play quarterback in little league and middle school or, or uh, high school um, or even the HBCUs, they ain't qualify for his program. <laughs> and right. to me, that 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 just it reeked of ignorance. Um, he just sounded just like an old white dude from the South or just in America, to be real, just an old, a old racist white dude when, when he said it. Like, and he, he should know better. He, he should know better. Um to, to say that, you know, brothers can't be leaders. And if he said 3.5 and all the other stuff he said, I get it. You know, you know, you get your grades right, stay out of trouble, but all of that. But that's 3.5, though, to be a quarterback, though, right? Like, I, well, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, I, I, I will say, well, I take that back. 
I don't, I don't want to speak too much in it because I only played football in eighth grade and I was a scrub. So <laughs> I'm just being real with you. <laughs> so um so so maybe you know maybe you don't really need a three point five. I don't I don't know, but just him. It's certain attributes I do feel like you do need to be a quarterback. I don't think that has anything to do with you. Right. Let's call it for what it is, bro. He was speaking that he only wants a white quarterback after his son. And he and that's what he he's saying in, in cold words. And this is a bad part. This is a bad part. He want a white quarterback and he want Negroes on the line to protect him. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what he was saying. That's what and he was just, saying. Uh it just like come on, Dion. Dion. But I said it. You saw I said it, Keith. This is how I start. Because yeah, if, you if, did. if 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 you let him get away with it, give him an inch, he's gonna take a mile. And and I hate to say it because I ain't like that, but it the optics wasn't good with him sitting there uh, amongst all them white dudes saying that. And they yeah. sitting there giggling and laughing. The optics, the optics just wasn't good. And at some point, we gotta like push back and say, Dion, look, man, we love you. We riding with you, but you got to chill out. Okay, you're going too far now. You're going too far. Let's let's rein on back. Let's pull it on back because nobody knows everything. Nobody's always right, and everybody could be corrected at some point. And at in this moment, you need some correction because you kind of, you know, you're kind of being a little disrespectful now to the black to black folks. Very so, disrespectful. Um. Steph, you Steph was the one that came up with the great idea to have you on for this. And I know, you know, we've kind of gone back and forth with everything that's happened. When you saw this stuff, what was your thoughts with, with hmm. Dion? Um, because you know, I was one of those people that drank the Dion Kool-Aid. Um, when I saw the comments first and foremost about the quarterback and the two parent and the GPA. And I'm like, what a slap in the face. And then it was a quick reminder of who Dion really is. And I thought about it. I said, Dion, I don't, you can coach Dion. You're still prime time. He has not matured. Um, he has not gotten out of a selfish mind state. Uh, he just, I, I just didn't like that. I didn't because, you know, think about, how the vast majority of our young men that do play football in college and pro levels do come from single parent households. So if you have a quarterback on the field who is an excellent player that comes from a single parent uh, household, you're not going to play him because his father was absent. You're not going to like your logic is, is flawed, Dion. And then the band comment, you know, I'm glad Rock said what he said when I initially saw um, the post and, and you know, um, and, and from where it was posted. Um, I'm glad it was Rock who said that and not me or someone else because, and, and I won't get into it because I don't want to come across as, a, as being offensive, but I'm glad you said what you said when you were like, if he wanted to have the sound of an HBCU, he should have remained at an HBCU. Because even though I am PWI educated, you know, I strongly support HBCUs. I do. Um, but you have people still applauding what he's doing, even though he continues to basically defecate on our black boys. Mm-hmm. And our black institutions. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, sir. Okay. Nobody expected him to stay at Jackson State forever. Nobody did. But you 
it's just like, you know, when you leave one job and go to the next, you don't have to trash that job, that old job. Just go on to your new opportunity and move in that light. Like you don't have to sit there, you know, and I want the band to do this. You're at Colorado State. You want Colorado State playing mystical? You're going to get America the Beautiful and be happy. <laughs> University of Colorado. Dion's going to import. He, he go bring some people up there. I so, put money on it. He will bring some people up there. But guess what? Let me tell you something. Them saltines going to run his ass out of those mountains. You hear me? Uh, yeah, I think that may happen. And I'm glad you said what you said also, Rock, about the ticket sales. Like he was making all of these demands of Jackson State, but you can't make the type of demands you want to make in Colorado. So you go to the to the areas where you can nitpick, like the band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I don't they, like that. Yeah, see, um, if he had to just say, hey, I want y'all to play X, Y, and Z song. Like, I watched a video when he was talking to, like, the, I guess, the band director or whoever that was on, at the table. Mm-hmm. If he had to just say, hey, uh, I want y'all to add these songs to your playlist, get the band on it, go for it. If you need some help, I'll bring somebody in. Even then, I'd be like, all right, well, who you bringing in? It better not be no HBCU folks. <laughs> but, the, but what he said was the first thing out of his mouth was, well, at HBCUs. And that's where he lost me. I'm like, well, you ain't there no more. You left. Right. You left. You get you got your money. You chose otherwise, so stick with your choice and take all that comes with it. It's cold. They go play flight of the bumblebee, mm-hmm. and you go be out there with your team. <laughs> just just win, you know. You, you can't you can't bring the swag with you. HBC uh, swag ain't something you could just bottle up and bring it anywhere you want right. to go. That, that ain't how that work. You know what I mean? That ain't how that work, man. John, so so yeah. Let me ask you, John. When you saw the the um. You know, the news reporter, what he was saying. What were your thoughts immediately about everything with Dion? Honestly, I didn't look at any of the news reports or or anything, to be honest with you. I heard about it. Um, I just listened to the excerpt that you just read off. Um, I guess the question is, did he mention black folks in reference to quarterbacks and having 3.5 GPAs uh, directly? <laughs> No, nah, he never mm. said anything about race. Okay. All right. So, and this not this might not be popular, but um I'll say it anyway. I don't necessarily think there's like a racial component behind it. That's just me. Uh just listening to it. Um those are his requirements or his uh uh criteria for certain positions. He's probably stating something that are on the agenda for anybody who's recruiting uh certain positions. Uh, within uh, college, the foot college football ranks. Um, you know, I, I guess I would have to see statistics in reference to his uh, his claims as far as, well, if you come from a two parent household, I need you to I need a quarterback to come from a two parent household. I need offensive linemen to come from a two parent household. This, that, and the other. Bottom line is. In college football, you got to be smart. Whether it's the quarterback position, whether it's the offensive lineman position, whether it's the defensive lineman position, um, you have to be able to um, have the mental acuity to take in tons of information because there's tons of information from um, the scouting reports, from the playbook. Uh, there's a huge uh, gap going from high school uh, 
to college. Huge gap with a playbook is probably 10 to 15 pages. When I got to college, that bitch was about 200, 250 pages. Mm. <laughs> um, and you had to know it all. And you just didn't have to know necessarily your position, but you had to know all the positions. But um, I guess I'm just going to choose not to sit here and be outraged because once again, he's probably stating things uh, out loud that other his other contemporaries and other universities are probably doing the same exact thing. He just has the balls and the gutsy to say it, but uh, you know, he's supposed I'll, to be better though. He'll he'll black man. Because I was telling my friend John, I was saying to to me to me, you can't have it both ways, right? So because if you go be the black man who relate to relate to the young brothers and go into their mom and them house and talk it up and you know all everything that comes with relating as a black man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pardon me for like, well, you can't fall back to other coaches do this too, aka white coaches do this too. Well, what? Well, well, if that's the case, if that's the case, then win me over like a white man. Don't come in here with the Dion swag. Don't come in here with the brother, brother. Don't come in here with the black man thing. We just, just, just win me over just like a white dude. If, if that's the standard that we're going across the board. But if, if, if you're going to be some camaraderie and understanding because we both, we both black, we both come from what we come from in America. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like you should understand a lot of that because I mean, last time I heard it was like seventy percent of uh, or around seventy percent of uh, black kids was born to you know unwed mothers born out of wedlock, you know, and um, I don't know, just some some about that, like you know, you know, you you you're a brother though, the same way you relate to us on the cool stuff, you are supposed to understand and not hold it against me. That you know, if I came from a two uh, didn't come from a two parent household, you if anybody shouldn't you shouldn't hold that against me. Now the white dudes, I can't do nothing about that, you know. But you who's sitting in my living room in front of my mom and them or whatever, trying to trying to get me to sign on, you should have a better understanding of of us and where we come from, and and that you know, and and maybe maybe you'll say, okay, well, I won't go as far as the two parent household, but because I'm black, because the black man, the black man, maybe I should. You know, maybe another criteria. Let me just double check something. I, I don't really know. You know what I mean? But if these brothers good enough to play in high school and either, even play at other HBCUs and stuff, I got faith in black men. Brothers are smart. So so I don't. I, I wouldn't think they that are. brothers can't handle, you know what I mean, any of these playbooks that you're throwing at them. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you know, it can't have it both ways. Like, you know, like, you know, like if you, if you go be the brother, brother, swag it up, then you should. It's, 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 it ain't just the good stuff. You got to understand our struggle because you come from it too. I think I, mean, I don't know Dion's background like that, but you know he I'm, he black he a black man in America, so I don't know. It's just you po- he pose a no better. I think that's really what it boiled down to. Like you pose a no better. So, I get it, I get it. But he didn't explicitly state that if you came from a single parent household, but you still had a three point five GPA or not. He didn't say that he wouldn't take you as a quarterback either. Nah, he didn't. But when he, when he grouped them together. When he grouped it together, he grouped the three point five with the two parent home, and then he said, uh, "said something like, uh, I need the one that's like mom about to lose a house. You got that dog in you. We need you out there, mad and aggressive, because mom about to lose a house, kind of thing." He mm-hmm. kind of when he grouped up the, the two um, two descriptors, he put the 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 GPA over with the two parents, and he put the mom about to lose a house with the lineman, the aggressive lineman, and something. Ah, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, "Come on, Dion, come on, Dion, come on." Come on, come on, come on. But, you know, that's Dion, man. He get his money in Colorado, so more power to him. I'm going to say this. 
when I heard him, when I heard that, and I I saw the video, you know who he sounded like to me. Hmm. And it's never been physical. It's never been said publicly. But the minute when I saw that uh, a couple of days ago, I said, "Damn, he spent just a little bit too much time with Bobby Bowden." Oh, that was Ooh. just what came straight to my mind mm-hmm. because. I don't, this is how I took it. Interpretation is a mother. Perception is a mother too. And what people perceive can really mess up what the message you're trying to convey. And what I thought about was that the whole time you was at Jackson State, I never heard this. But now that you went to Colorado and there's a lot of young black men that are quarterbacks that are probably not getting an opportunity or a look because they're going to be moved to a utility athletic, you know, player because they have the natural God given ability to do pretty much anything they want on the field. Um, but they want to play their true position that they've been probably been playing since Pee Wee, which is quarterback. And so they're thinking, Oh, Dion's there, black quarterback. Maybe I'll get an opportunity. I was highly recruited. Let me enter the portal, get over there. And I felt like, and again, this is just my interpretation of it. He was seeing a lot of that and he had to make that statement. And I just thought, okay, bro, I don't, I get it. You, you have to, and as John stated earlier, you have to be, it's always this perception, oh, the dumb jock, the dumb jock. Let me tell you something. You can get out there and play basketball because they're going to call about two or three plays, but whoever got the ball is going to call the shots, the leader on the team. Baseball, you know, you got to have some very excellent eye-hand coordination to hit that ball coming. Yep. But none of those other sports gets a big-ass notebook placed into their lap to learn and as John said not only where you're supposed to be but where everyone else is supposed to be and if I'm looking for a if, if for me personally if I sit there and say oh okay the smartest player on the field should always be the center to be honest with you because the center needs to know where everything is going and where everyone is supposed to be and with that, he's also needs to have he also has to have the snap count in his head as well. He is controlling the field. But he didn't go to that. He went to what historically has been said out loud without being said out loud. Quarterback needs to be this smart, intelligent white man. Because all black quarterbacks know how to do is to run. It's been said out loud without being said to me. And we had the conversation before where, you know, you know, John and I, you you and I have talked about it before where look at FSU. They've received a lot of great black quarterbacks, but Bobby Bowden didn't have any trust. It took what? Two quarterbacks getting injured before he put in um, Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward, who won him a championship. You know, and so when I heard him say that, I said, damn, that sounds like indoctrinating of Bobby Bowden to me. 
because you just saw it so many times. If not so many times, but you saw it a lot. I saw it a lot of FSU. was like, why aren't you playing him at quarterback? I mean, Anquan Bolden was the best quarterback in Florida. He was Mr. Football and Mr. Basketball, actually. Yes. And when he got to FSU, receiver boy. (laughs) (laughs) He was the... He was the best quarterback in the state of Florida. As John stated, Mr. Florida with basketball and football. And he got to Florida State thinking he going to play quarterback. No. Great career. Stayed at receiver. But I just think that sometimes for us, <clears throat> and I hate that it's this way. I hate that it's this way. But, no, I hate it and I don't because of the situations that we are put in as black people. We have a duty to, I'm not going to sit here and you failing and I'm going to look for a pass to get you in. I'm not going to sit here and you get caught doing some illegal stuff. I'm going to sit here to to put you in. But guess what? I'm going to give you a fair opportunity to have an opportunity that was taken away from you at another place just because you are black. It's the secret lookout code. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You got that 3.0, 3.1, 3.2. You grew up with mama. You grew up with daddy. Not together. Okay. You've had a clean record all in high school. All growing up, why would I not put you at quarterback if that's your natural position that you've been playing? It ain't gonna make a difference if mom and daddy was there or not. Mm-hmm. That isn't that does not create your success in life with mom and daddy being there. Cause if I'm not mistaken, Dion came up in a single family home down in uh Fort Myers. Where he from? Child where is he from? Fort Myers. Myers. Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Yeah. One of the roughest, especially back then, it was shoot him out Fort Myers back in our day mm-hmm. and before our day. <laughs> so, you know, but look where he is. Look at how many other successful black people have made it in life without both parents being there. Why should that be held over their head? What are you trying to say? The mothers can't make a, 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 a good decision and impact and influence on their son's life growing up? Are you kidding me? Mm. Even if the daddy is there, nine times out of ten, his ass at work. Okay. <laughs> so, come on now. I just think that, you know, what you're, he didn't say it, but what you imply, it's like, Come on, bro. You didn't have to say that because we know what the media, because that's who he's talking to, the media. He's on a white man's show. We know what the media thinks of these college kids going into school. Hell, half of the time they say it. What's the first thing you're going to do when you get your contract? Buy my mama a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. first thing. So it's just like, okay, bro, just... You didn't have to say that out loud. You didn't say it for the past three years. Why are you saying it now? So that's just my thoughts on it. I, I, I just, I think some things could have been left better unsaid, but also I'm on the same side with John as well, where 
you know, he has a right to his, you know, what he wants as his cr- criteria. Nothing wrong with that. But I just think, hmm, I, I don't know. I didn't hear that when you was at Jackson. You know what I'm saying? And we know what type of athlete you were getting at Jackson State, you know, for the majority of the time. He, he just, I just feel like he, he's supposed to know better. I get it why white coaches might not know. I mean, they just ain't in, in you know, maybe they ain't around us in our culture. and you know, They know. They don't care. Like, well, that too. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, well, that too. Nothing's that gonna happen too. to them as long as they keep winning. Mm-hmm. Look at look at um, Steph's school, right? Look at all the things that have come out about Dabble. But guess what? As long as he keep winning, they gonna turn a blind eye to it, right, Steph? Mm-hmm. He bringing that money, the 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 um the championships. They gonna turn a blind eye. But but I will say, like even with the school still kind of winning with it, I think about all the brothers. Like I, like I go back to my friend I mentioned, like all the brothers who could have played quarterback and the trajectory that the life would have had had they got that opportunity, you know. But they didn't, and that's why when Dion say that to me, the first thing that I see is all these brothers that won't even get the chance because of the way you're thinking right now. Yes. Like all these brothers that that won't even be able to to be in the league and maybe you know just go out there and ball out and and just change their whole their whole family's situation because you thinking the same way them other folks think and and I thought you know that, that's the part that's kind of like damn Dion like come on man you you know we we supposed to get one of us in there because there's supposed to be a a, a certain level of understanding uh, because you're one of us now if you ain't gonna have the same level of understanding then. What's the point? I mean, we might we might just deal with the white dudes if right. that's the case. Um, but yeah, it's just you know I just think about all the brothers who 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 would be or, or have been have been affected by that that line of thinking, you know, over the over the decades. It happened at so. my son's school. He mentioned it this year. The best quarterback on their team is black. But guess right. what? Coach slotted him at receiver. Now, when the 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 quarterback went down, he went in and they they were winning. But as soon as he came back from his injury, he put old boy right back in. So, and you know, um, it, it just it, it it's just disheartening at times. And you know, being a Florida boy growing up down there, it's like, come on, Dion, you know what time it is. You went to FSU, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. And guess what? To play Dion's position, you got to be smart. You got to be super smart because you got to know where that ball is going at all time. You got to read that offense. It's so much more. It's a physical game, but it's a mental game. Why do you think a such a smart man like John was able to play on the college level? That, that's it's a mental game. And hell, John, I, I, I'll go back to what I was saying earlier. John got moved to center when he was at um, – uh, what the hell is the name of the school again? Delaware State. Delaware State. Yeah, yeah. He got moved to center, so he had to know where everything was and where everybody was, what the snap count was. He had to know that whole playbook like the back of his hand. So, that and defensive alignments, the front and secondary line, but he had to know everything. Yeah, listen. When me and John used to line up on Friday, now I'm I'm nowhere dumb. I'm not dumb at all. But if it's not something, when I'm doing something physical, I don't have time to sit there and just think, right? So <laughs> when me and John used to line up together on Friday nights, 
John, what would I say <laughs> to you? Who do I hit? <laughs> well, who do I block? Who I got? And I would call it out. <laughs> that was every Friday night, and it would—it had to be quick, so it, it wasn't. It wasn't that even uh, that elegant. It was like you see, dude, right here, three technique, fuck him up. That—that that something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you pull on this one. <laughs> that's, mm. that's all I need to know. <laughs> they be talking mm. all that, talking all that noise. I ain't paying attention to that, man. I'm looking at the other dude where I'm going. <laughs> where I'm going, Judd. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, thank you guys for having this conversation. I, I really appreciate it. I know we went a little long here, but Rock, thank you so much for having that conversation. I want to dive into uh, what you call it. But we'll, we'll tackle that next week. Maybe we'll have you back rock next week to talk about that real quick. We'll be a week behind, but it's all good. Uh, Chris Rock and, and the whole stand-up and everything. But oh, I haven't yeah. watched oh, it. I, I saw he was it. just like a little excited. I ain't never seen him moving and talking like that. But oh, he was we'll talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you guys so much for supporting us. I'm not going to leave out of here without Song of the Week. I know y'all probably thought I was about, about to, to say <laughs> I wasn't going to say a word. <laughs> you already said it, though. Before we got on, the, you you gave me the rundown before we got on the show. That's Steph. why I said I wasn't going to repeat myself. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, we are. <laughs> you thought I, I was say, going with it. <laughs> no. Man, Steph, Steph gave me my little lecture before the show, y'all. So I, I, I got it together. She be keeping it straight. So song of the week. We're going to have our guest, Rock, give his song of the week first. What you got for your song of the week, Rock? Oh, uh, Pastor Troy. Pastor Troy cranked me up. Only because hey. that tape. Yeah, that tape I found with the old, the old <laughs> Rap City. And so, yeah, Pastor Troy cranked me up. I'm going to see Pastor Troy for my birthday this year. Oh, wow. Up. I, you know, I run into him all the time. Really? Yep. It was a Jamaican restaurant on Moreland. I used to run into him. And then... Mm-hmm. um. Headed back from uh, Dallas when we got whooped real bad a year or two ago. It was on the same <laughs> It's going to be him, Trick Daddy, Plies. Uh, oh, I forgot who. It's a bunch of people. Wow. There you go. At State yeah. Farm Arena. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, that's going to be oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Dog Troy. P. Troy. Big Timer, what you got for your song of the week? Life of the Party. Andre 3000 and Kanye West. All right. My song of the week oh. is uh, Real Woman. Real Women, I'm sorry, Woman. Real Women by uh, UGK, Talib Kweli, and Raheem Devon. Oof. The lady of the show, Smith Steph, what you got for us this week? My song of the week is Settle for My Love by Music Soul Child. Woo-wee. All right, Back you with us on that. Yeah, music was going to be my other song, but Nah, it's been Troy. Music made me cry all the time. <laughs> Every time. He does. He really does. He uh he performed. Y'all heard of the Zulu Ball during Mardi Gras? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and my wife we go every year, and he and they always have somebody perform, and um he performed last year. In my mind, I was gonna serenade my lady the whole time, right? Because I know all the songs. Man, he got on stage, hit two notes, and I'm boo-hoo, and I can't even talk. And she's just holding me. I'm like, baby, I love you. <laughs> That's so sweet. 
Yeah, so I, I was trying to be strong. Like, man, I ain't even get the same to you. I, I was ready, but, you know, I missed it. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Who performed this year when you went? Uh, hold on, hold on. Um, uh, Anthony Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, Mia X came out and did a oh, couple songs. Wow. Uh, uh, is it Gladys Knights? It was. Uh, it was one of the old leg- older legends. Uh, I can't remember. It might have been Gladys Knights. Um, it was those three, and I'm sure it was somebody else that I can't remember. You know, because be drinking late. So, yeah. But yeah, those <laughs> are the main three that I remember. All right, so like a good time, bro. You always look like you have a good time when you go. Oh yeah, yeah, Mardi Gras. And, you know, I've never been on Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras. <laughs> no, <laughs> never. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So well. Thank you, thank you so much, Rock, for joining us. Really appreciate and enjoyed you being on. Thank oh, you guys yeah. again for supporting us, for just downloading us. Uh, funny that you were on our city of the week. That stuff read out this week was New Orleans, New Orleans, as we call it. But um, we'll be back next week. We've got some things cooking. We got Steph. She had some questions that I wanted to ask this week, but because we, uh, you know. Well, she got some audio issues. She said she can't hear us no more. So, with that being said, we are the Short This Podcast. Holla at your girl and your boys. Earl, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you hit me, you better climb up an eagle's ass, and it better not shit because I'm coming at you. <laughs>